Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, Matt Donald here. Just letting you know at the top of the show that I now have a Patreon. Yay! At patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. M-A-T-T-H-E-W-D-O-N-A-L-D. For just a couple bucks a month, you can get bonus content for both Paleo Bites and my other show, The Ritwit, where two twits talk about writing slash writing, you know, that kind of thing. For Paleo Bites every month, you'll get a bonus episode about dinosaurs and prehistoric creatures and popular culture. And this month, we are talking about Power Rangers, that classic 90s franchise that has enamored kids with dinosaur robots. We talk all about that. It's pretty great. Uh, link is in the description where you can sign up for the Patreon. It's in the description of the episode. So check it out. And thank you so much for your support and have a lovely day. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Roar. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast with colossal fossils and uptight coprolites. <laughs> My name's Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by uh, someone who has said that they would voluntarily hike 400 miles. Well, closer to 500 with the Colorado Trail. <laughs> Natasha Crack, hello. Hello, everyone. How are you? Today I am doing well. The weather is unusually lovely for the middle of... February. Right, that's when we're recording. Who knows when this will be released, but... Uh, and in Colorado, nonetheless, where our weather makes no sense. I hear it's supposed to snow tomorrow, though. Roll the dice! <laughs> it's true. It makes less sense than a game of D&D. You know, every day, God flips a coin on what the weather's gonna be like. Maybe not, yeah, maybe not dice, because there's multiple different things it could be. Well, thing is, <laughs> we don't even know how many seasons we have out here. It's supposed to be four? Colorado, it could be six. It could be ten. We don't know. We have the wet season. We have the, the dry season. We have summer, winter, second winter. <laughs> <laughs> second winter is supposed to be spring, but we don't know what spring is. I've seen the Lord of the Rings memes where Colorado is like, is it like, we, what about winter? You've already had winter. We've had one, yes. What about second winter? <laughs> Unfortunately, that makes too much sense out here. <laughs> Where my parents are from in Minnesota, they just have two seasons. Winter and construction. <laughs> I like that. I mean, half the time they're iced over, and the other time they're building and repairing things from the ice. You said Minnesota, right? My parents are from Minnesota. Oh, man. I was That's actually a... born there, but I moved, was moved out here in 1993 when I was a wee little cub. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's cool. Minnesota sounds like one of the places I would hate to go because I, there's two things I hate most in this world, and that's cold temperatures and bugs. And Minnesota has 
Both. I mean, a running joke in the northern states is that the state bird is the mosquito. Right, exactly. I mean, the mosquitoes out there are god-awful. Then they're huge, I think, too. They're like the size of your fist. Not I've, off the I've heard that's Alaska. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Alaska's I've too. I've heard that's also, Alaska. Cold temperatures and bugs. So usually cold temperatures and bugs have an inverse relationship where <laughs> you either get one or the other, but there you get both. So. In the north, yeah, it is both. It is both without question. Ugh. Oh, man. I mean, no wonder they choose the oddball mascots they do for their American football teams. Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, uh, yeah. You can't get any much colder weather than that, really. Alaska had a football team, which they don't. But if they did, I imagine it'd be like the pike. Or like the... <laughs> the, or, the or maybe the moose. or Probably. Or like uh, the narwhals. <laughs> I don't think they have narwhal up there. They, that's the South Pole. Yeah, that's the South Pole. Hold on. Google. Google. I thought it was both. It could be both. <laughs> Narwhal. Medium-sized toothed whale that lives in the Arctic, not Antarctic. Oh, yep. So, no, they have them up there. Okay. I, I know something. <laughs> <laughs> something. I get my poles mixed up. Yeah. Well, that's why I like whenever there's like a... Uh, uh, Santa movie or something. I appreciate it when they you do use a bird when it's a puffin. I'm like, yay! That, hey, they got it's a penguin-looking right. bird that happens to live in the Arctic. And actually, they got fly. something sort of right. Yeah, like Elf. Have you seen Elf? Will Ferrell's Elf. Oh, who hasn't seen that crazy <laughs> '90s flick? It's actually 2000s, early 2000s. Ah, so the border. <laughs> I don't why I do that. I've noticed I do that a lot when listening. Listening to podcast stuff, I always correct people. I need to stop that. You know, no, movie dates can get a little weird, especially yeah. between the late '90s, early 2000s, when the styles are really, really overlapping. Yeah, exactly. It takes till about 2005 before the 2000s movies really become their own distinct. At least thing. in terms of non-action movies, action movies there's two eras: pre-Matrix and post-Matrix. Well, even then, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that's, they're redefining in a whole new that's era. That's true. That's true. Now there's the era of the attempted shared universes. I say attempted because only one of them has worked so far. <laughs> yeah, first we I was, don't know which one that is. At first I was thinking the Godzilla one was working, but then the last movie didn't do so well, so I don't know how it's... Uh, uh, I mean, let's be honest. We all want to know what the uh, VFX artists for Doctor Strange were on. Right. Because those are some trippy special effects. They are. I like to think that they sprinkled a little bit of marijuana in their drinks. No, or, it's not more or than that. Or acid. They had to do it by the house. And they're like, <laughs> we're doing this for the science. Where this is part of our training. <laughs> and then they crank out Doctor Strange. Yes. Now, indeed. can they do that with dinosaurs? Uh, what would they do with it? Give them the, the acid? <laughs> can they give... Those VFX artists something fun and see what kind of dinosaur movie they create. Oh, I thought you were saying giving the dinosaurs ass. <laughs> oh. Like the lost artist is like, oh look, there's a human I'm going to eat. Oh wait, now it's two humans. Oh wait, the humans have become dogs. Oh, the dogs have four heads. Oh, now the... <laughs> uh, oh crap, now we're going to give the sci-fi channel ideas. Yeah, attack of the ass dinosaurs on acid. <laughs> I mean, there are already a bunch of hilarious low-budget sci-fi dino movies. One of my favorite guilty pleasures is... Cowboys and Dinosaurs. I was going to say Cowboys and Dinosaurs. Oh my gosh. I, I watched that one time when I was sick and I didn't know what was going on. I, I saw it on uh, on Netflix recommended for some reason and I was like, that I looks fun. My favorite part was like on the little clip that plays to try and sell it to people. One of the pictures they have is just a girl in a bikini running away from a dinosaur. Yeah. Which is really funny because it's the West. They didn't have bikinis back then. No, <laughs> no, those wouldn't come around until at least like the, the 1920s. 20s, yeah. Like, and even that looks like, like they didn't even try to make it look like a, an era appropriate thing, like a yeah. tassel thing. No, it's just a modern string bikini. Yeah. Well, and they 
center it all around a coal mine because yeah. clearly the miners dug too deep and they found a hole where the dinosaurs that's where they came over. in okay. yeah through oh. a coal mine wow okay <laughs> it, it, it's a hilarious <laughs> low budget flick if you're just looking for cowboys dinosaurs guns and things and then, blowing up that's what you get well, what about if you're uh, looking for a that, story what about that stop motion one the valley of guangi or whatever the one i have not seen that one it's ray harryhausen it's about cowboys and dinosaurs oh boy um it, it's pretty cool because like you see like the effects of the guys roping the um uh the allosaurus is what it is <laughs> around the neck with the lasso but they actually do it like they somehow it's really impressive actually they have the guy throwing the rope and wrapping it around the stop motion allosaurus in the same frame like in the same shot they somehow merged it together where it looks pretty good interesting so that's pretty cool so uh, there's this other one I saw the name escapes me but it was made in 2019 I think it was another attempt at a universe where all the major world leaders were reptilians uh-oh. at the center of the earth Oh, Wait, um, I thought it, that's where they were already. <laughs> <laughs> and there were space Nazis. Oh, of course, of course. On the moon. Okay. And all of humanity is currently on the moon. Okay. And then they go back to Earth. They, uh, for some reason, I don't remember it. It was two hours of I don't know what was going on, but ultimately they ended up at the center of the Earth. These reptilians had chariots pulled by dinosaurs. You see Space Hitler <laughs> riding this, a T-Rex on the moon. This sounds like a lot of different ideas it all just a, merged together. It was every conspiracy theory thrown into one movie. I think I saw a trailer for this. Someone shared it on a paleontology Facebook group I'm a part of. I forgot what it was called too, yeah. Yeah, no, I know what the movie is. I would never watch it again because <laughs> I don't know what those people were thinking. If they were thinking... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What? If being the key word. Yeah, if is definitely the key word. Well, we've been talking for about 10 minutes, and I haven't even asked you a question yet, <laughs> so let's just not worry about this time. One of these days, I'm going to ask you a question. That's no, fine. <laughs> it's just to had something to talk about at the beginning before we talk get to the main subject. And the subject for today, speaking of dinosaurs on acid, <laughs> we're talking about Gigantspinosaurus, a stegosaurid relative with... Really big spikes on its shoulders. Like, really big. I mean, it puts those opera Vikings to shame with their helmets. <laughs> yeah, specifically the opera. To be jealous. Specifically the opera Vikings, not the I real said, ones. The real Vikings, no. They, I'm sorry, folks. They did not wear horned helmets. Nope, they did. You know, when doing How to Train Your Dragon, they actually considered 
uh, giving them realistic helmets. But then, one, they decided, one, people would be like, where are the horned helmets? Yeah. And two, it's a cartoon with dragons, so they figured it probably didn't really matter anymore. Not really the cartoon with so, dragons, because the minute you pull dragons in, right. you automatically throw reality out the window. It's like, uh, yeah. but <laughs> So, Dragon of Spinosaurus, giant spined lizard is what it means. Uh, it is a stegosaurid, as I said. It is 13 to 15 feet slash 4 to 4.5 meters long. It's about the size of a car. Uh, a little oh, small yeah. car, but... Small car. Uh, Still nothing you would want to come across when driving. Right. 1,500 pounds slash 700 kilograms. Diet herbivore. Uh, time late Jurassic, 164 to 157 million years ago. So lived through one of the toughest eras. Yes. And managed to hold its own. Yes, it did. Location, China. Uh, described in 1992, uh, a year after I was born. What year um, were you born? 91 as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. I think so I mean. you got a couple of 90 kids, kids here talking about dinosaurs. <laughs> 90 hey. kids? We're almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Dinosaurs were the thing in the 90s. Yes, Jurassic Park, and then also earlier, even it was late 80s, but it was late 80s, Land Before Time, so... Yeah. So now that, that kind of touched in the air. That's where you get mm -hmm. era overlap, because they were still making Land Before Time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The 90s. Yep, I think they actually rebooted it. I think they're back now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised, because all things considered, those were pretty good. The animation the, was pretty The first one was respect particularly good. Like, Yeah, uh, that's what they had. Don and, Bluth. Yeah, exactly. And the sequels, I'll give them credit, Like, they usually end up sometimes using a lot of obscure species, which is pretty cool. Like, the yeah. first movie did just use a bunch of stock species. Well, like, you can't blame them on that one if they're trying to introduce a right. dinosaur series. Use the stock dinosaurs. Right. T Rex, long neck. Yeah, like Apatosaurus, Stegosaurus, Triceratops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the baby Stegosaurus. Yeah, exactly. But someone doesn't have spikes, even though it's called spikes. But think of the spikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, pop culture appearances for Gigant Spinosaurus. It was in a Jurassic Park video game, but not Jurassic World the game, although it's probably in that too. But in Jurassic World Evolution, I remember when I first heard that the, that was one of the species that was going to be on the. Uh, Game, I was thinking, like, wait, is that Spinosaurus but bigger? <laughs> Gigant Spinosaurus. I mean, it's, it's exactly what the name sounds like. Or it's like a hybrid of Gigantosaurus. It's have a Gigantosaurus and Spinosaurus <laughs> with the best of both qualities. Sign me up! <laughs> I mean, but. Oh, no, that's a member of the Stegosaur family, and mm. they are quite unique they are. across the board. Well, one thing I was going to bring up here, like, if you look at all the Stegosaurus collectively, one thing is immediately clear Stegosaurus itself is the odd one out in the group. Yeah, Stegosaurus doesn't actually have any spikes on its back. They're all on the tail. It's all, yeah, it's all plates. And also, most of them are about the size of a small car, and many of them have plates in their backs. Tails are Stegosaurus is the size of a bus, and has no shoulders or back spikes, only a few spikes in the tail, like you said, and has plates that are a heck of a lot bigger and broader. Yeah, and there's it's still debated among paleontologists what they were used for in the first place. Yeah, for more on that, we did a whole episode on it, Stegosaurus, episode six, I believe. Uh, yeah, because we, we talked about the different theories that people have had for it. And as far as I understand, the paleontologists still have not come to any conclusions. I thought for the longest time that they officially decided it was the heat regulation thing, but then they found out that they didn't. there was no vessels or blood vessels in them at all, so it was all bone and horn, so huh. they couldn't even be used for that. <laughs> Uh, and they're in such odd places that they really don't offer a lot of defensive No, no, and they're also fragile. Like, the only defense would be the spikes, so... Yeah. So yeah, the Stegosaur family was unique, given that. It was. Oh, uh, like but the Stegosaurus are known for their excess in spikes, which is quite apparent to Gigant Spinosaurus, which came equipped with these two ridiculously sized spikes <laughs> on the shoulders, as well as a bunch more on the lower back and tail. Like when it was first discovered in nineteen eighty five, 
Uh, they thought it was uh, Tu Jiangosaurus. I've heard of that one. It was another Chinese stegosaurus. No. I remember I first heard of that from Magic School Bus. Not not like the, the TV show. There was a, um, a one of the tie-in computer games. Oh. I remember reading a lot of the books. Yeah, the books were good. Like, the, the show was good. The, I really liked the computer games because it went more into detail. And the, the dinosaur one that they did from the 90s, that was so cool because it was... that. The, the, the bus transformed into these various dinosaur shapes when it went back in time to these various eras. I and, remember that even on the TV series. Yeah, but like, but like, it didn't, but in the video game specifically, it transformed. It was like a transformer. It didn't do the spinning around it thing. It was and, a transformer on steroids. Yeah, like, but like, it didn't just do the spinning around thing and it was magically that. And this, no, there are panels that opened up and it be, and got the little things that came in. It was like a full-on Transformer. That is <laughs> cool. That is cool. Yeah, I never got to play the computer games. Uh, me and my brothers were... Well, we had stricter time limits on right. computer. We were kind of on the tail end of the... Go outside and play. Turn off that screen. Get. Nope. That was not me. That was the opposite of me. I was in my computer. I knew how to turn on and off my computer when I was two. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. I was. I spent a lot of time outside climbing trees. This shows both of our personalities <laughs> here. You can see exactly how we grew into the people we are now. <laughs> um, yeah. And life has thrown us both some very interesting curveballs, but that's another as it, story. As it does for everyone. Uh, but um, so yeah, um, it's not to be choosy Angosaurus, but. But then it was probably described in 1992. However, since the only thing found was, at first, was a solar spike, it was considered a, what's called a nomen nudum, for almost a decade and a half. A nomen nudum, which means naked name, <laughs> is when a species with a scientific name doesn't have enough of an adequate description to differentiate itself as a new species. Well, that makes sense, and I'm sure there are thousands of those buried in museums, even to this day. Well, unfortunately, here's a one that, um, have you heard of Truodon? Yes. That's the fate of that one now. It's not a real species anymore. Oh, no. Like, because the only thing that they found was a single tooth. And eventually, after finding nothing else, they decided it wasn't adequate enough. Like, at first they found, they thought they had a whole skeleton of it. But that ended up not being the one that the tooth was a part of. Oh, interesting. And the skeleton was what's called Stenonychosaurus. Which is the one, actually, we think of now when we think of Truodon. Like, big eyes, big claws, like, big brain. That's Stenonychus now. Truodon... Because Trudon was, des- was described from the teeth, and they thought it was the same as that uh, previously. So that's why they're like... Well, it's hard okay, to so tell from just a tooth. It is. So, yeah, so... The only thing you can really do that with is sharks. Exactly. But even then, it's dodgy. Right. So that's why Trudon is unfortunately no longer considered a valid genius, and that makes me sad. <laughs> that is rather sad. Uh, but, so, yeah, Stenonychosaurus is now the dinosaur we should think of when we think of Trudon. Poor Trudon. But thankfully for gigantic spinosaurus, however, a, third, a further study of the shoulder spike in 2006 showed enough variance with the, that, with the, that the description given was de- deemed sufficient. Ah! So, um, it shared its environment with the mighty Mominchiosaurus and my boy Sinraptor, my favorite dinosaur species. Phonolite's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite. It's not even, it's not that big. It's not that special. It's not that unique. It doesn't have any features on it, but it does have my heart, so. Ah, uh, you know, we all take a liking to different animals for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, I just I immediately saw it in a book. I was like, I love that one. It is now mine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's Gigantspinosaurus. Like I said, there's not much known about it other than that one spike. But we, from the relatives around at the time and seeing the other things... We can find it, but we can we get a good idea of how the rest of it looks. And I think we have some bones from it otherwise. That's why we know the spikes are so much bigger than other stegosaurs around the time. So, But even though the animal itself is about the same size so as a car. so 
don't know. <laughs> Something you definitely wouldn't want clogging up highway traffic. No, exactly. Especially if it was walking, like, if it was crossing the street, you know, in a <laughs> row, its spikes would be facing outwards, which means you would <laughs> could impale yourself. Uh, it would be, hopefully, in the slow lane. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> if it's like any other member of the Stegosaurus family, it probably couldn't move that fast. Did you see uh, the Jurassic World short film, Battle of Big Rock, that came out last I year? I did not. It's like a way to kind of promote Jurassic World 3 coming up. You saw the last Jurassic World, right? I believe so. Yes, the one where it ended with they all went out in the wild. Yes! Yes. Uh, so the, the the credits of this one had these, had this short film had these different montages of all these dinosaurs interacting with stuff in the in the wilderness and the environment. And one of the clips is a guy driving on a mountain road and like it's like one of the areas, it's one of the areas where there's this hill up one side, a cliff down the other, but then there's just a stegosaurus that's just walking across and he gets tries to swerve out the way and ends up falling. Oh it's, no it's scary, yeah. Oh you mean like what people do with moose these days? Right. <laughs> Exactly. Moose may be smaller, but people still do the same stupid thing. Right. Well, you know, it's good that at least people are trying to avoid hitting the animal. I mean, even you if should be paying means, attention in the first even, place. Even if it means, you know, you should also take care of yourself, too. Well, the way I was taught when it comes to driving out here and interacting with wildlife, stop if you can, duck if you have to, don't go into the ditch for an animal. Right, exactly. And I've heard, I actually remember from Driver's Ed that sometimes, regrettably, the best choice may actually be to hit the animal. Because then you don't have to, you have to. You don't have to, you can't swerve to avoid traffic and like others. Yeah. Or sometimes um, like, you're unfortunately on narrow mountain roads right. in the so, middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and a car's repairable. Mm-hmm. That was a bit of a sad to... note to end on, but that's yeah. okay. But we're gonna... That's life sometimes. That's nature. Nature's cruel. Nature is cruel. Yeah. We're also cruel as humans in our cars and running over things. <laughs> but for checking out Spinosaurus, we get to rate it 1 out of 65 million for any reason we like. Um, I don't know. It's medium-sized, smallish stegosaurus with really big spikes, so it's got... It's kind of a one-trick pony, you know? Yeah, it really is a one-trick pony. Yeah. It, its spikes are impressive. But, but uh, it's, at the end of the day, a member of the Stegosaur family. That's always cool. I'm going to give it like a 25, 30 million, maybe. Yeah, I'll settle on a solid 26 million for it. Yeah, 26. That's a good... Middle yeah. of the road. Yeah, if it's... It's a one-trick pony, but it's uh, fun to look at. It's fun pony. to look at. And like I said, shared its environment with my boy Raptor, so I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact us at mattd at matthewdoncreator.com. You can find me on social media at Methadon Creator on Facebook, at Methadon64 on Twitter, and Methadon64 on Instagram. Uh, if you're interested in uh, writing, I have a podcast called The Rit Wit, where two twits talk about writing, me and Matt David. Come on the show, David! I'm waiting! Nah, it's fine. <laughs> do, do whatever you want, I got it. just It's just one of those things I'm going to hold against him. That's nah, funny. He's ah, not. you do you. <laughs> nah, it's okay. I mean, to be he was in briefly a show about different Power Rangers things with his friends, and I'm not on that, so I guess it. So he has his own shows. I have my own shows. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but if you're interested in reading, I have a book series, Megazoic, available on Amazon for print and Kindle. Uh, five star average on Amazon from you know about twenty reviews. So that's pretty cool. Uh, a lot of people seem to really like it, and Natasha here did the illustrations for each chapter, and they're all pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Read it. You got homework, kids. Nah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's it for this week, and as we say at the end of every episode, what did this thing sound like? <laughs> Big plant. <laughs> Big plant. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.